This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. start and then the first thing you say is I don't know what to say. Haven't you start you've heard me start this podcast like every episode. Bold of you to assume I pay attention. Do you even remember the name of it? I'm sure you do. Mr. Eighteen Girl Theater nine thousand. Yes, welcome to a new episode of that where Kayla is supposed to be hosting, but like But I'm dumb. A typical seventeen year old, she's just like, eh. Listen, I'm tired, okay? I don't my brain does not register anything okay but the show is a little different this week so tell everybody why it is different this time so it's a little different this time because in honor of it being my favorite holiday as we are recording this it is halloween today yeah uh so in honor of it being one of my favorite holidays i decided that i was gonna pick the movie this time and we were gonna see if my dad liked it Mm -hmm. in a little fun little twist (laughs) so what do we watch or what did we watch we watched the 2005 Tim Burton film, Corpse Bride. Yay! Yay! It's one of my favorite movies. What is this classified as? Is it just an animated film? Uh, it's classified as a stop-motion animated Nation. film. Yeah, so... Yep. Seasonal, but yeah. yes. Yes. Stop-motion animation. Okay, so do you want me to run through the events of this film as I remember them? Yes. I keep wanting to call the main character Jack Skellington, but I know that's another movie. There's a whole like theory around that, but I'll tell you that later. Are there, did Tim Burton make that movie as well? 
Uh, Tim Burton produced that, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Henry Selleck directed it. I mean, because the style is the same but and he, the design is the same. But he was responsible for creating a lot of the characters, though. Okay. And, like, the story. He just okay. didn't direct it. So, <clears throat> to be succinct, Corpse Bride is about a young man named Victor. Yes. Who is, as best as I can tell, incredibly impulsive. Uh, he immediately falls in love with a girl he just met named Victoria. Yes. But then, just as quickly, uh, falls in love with and decides to uh, commit suicide in order to marry a corpse. <laughs> You're leaving out a lot of things, but yes. I mean, in very close, rapid succession. This is not a long movie. It's like one of those hour and a half movies. Yes, right? but... In fairly rapid succession, he falls in love with two women, one alive, one dead, and one he is going willing to go to very extreme lengths to uh, okay. to marry. So he left out a lot of important details there. <laughs> but am I wrong? Is he not very impulsive? Actually, no. Most of his actions are because he's just very skittish and shy and doesn't know what to do, so he just goes with... He just goes with the flow? He just goes with the flow, because he doesn't know what he's really supposed to be doing, so... I mean, I don't know what to do, so I guess I'll commit... I guess I'll just die and marry this corpse! Okay, Is essentially what you're saying right now. Listen, so, he's supposed to marry Victoria, and he's all down for this, except at the wedding rehearsal, he messes up his vows, and in the eyes of everyone in the room, ruins the wedding. Yes. So, he runs off to the woods to go complain or whatever the hell. And then and, practices his and vows practices there. practices his vows. So, while he is practicing his vows, he gets really confident and he nails his vows and he puts his ring on what he thinks is just like a stick in the ground. Mm-hmm. Turns out, it is uh, the corpse bride in question, her hand sticking out of the ground. Yeah, her name is... Her name is Emily. Emily. And apparently... As is tradition, if you make a vow to marry a corpse and put a wedding ring on their finger, they will uh, return from the dead and accept your uh, proposition. So, a warning to everyone (laughs) who happens to do this, please be careful that you're not putting a ring on a dead skeletal hand, but in fact a stick. Because as far as we know, Kayla... The tree will not come to life and be like, yes, I will marry you, as far as we know. As far as we know. Okay. Unless that tree is like the great Deku tree or something. <laughs> yeah, or an ent from like or Lord of ent. the Rings. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to marry Treebeard. No. So. Uh, but look, uh, sure. But he does. Look, here's the thing. He's very creeped out by this, though. Yes, he's terrified. But then eventually he's like, you know what? Marrying a corpse ain't so bad. To the point where he's like, we got to do this for real. And they're like, because the vows are like, till death do you part. But one of you have already parted via death. Yes. So Victor's like, I'll just die. But the, the issue with that is that the reason he does that mm-hmm. is because the, this girl that he loves, Victoria, is now getting married off to someone else because yeah, Victor was gone. Uh, Baron Von Dog name, I don't remember. Barkus? Yes, Lord Barkus. Lord Barkus Bittern is... Definitely what you would name a dog. <laughs> don't give me ideas. Yeah, like <laughs> Corporal Wolfington or... <laughs> okay, so... Victoria is married off to Lord Barkus and... (laughs) (laughs) Never now not think of just a dog with a top hat and a monocle. 
wow, I didn't even have that in my head, but thank you. So she's married off to this man, this human being. <laughs> and Victor finds out about this because the person who drives his parents' carriage dies. And then he sees him in the afterlife, whatever yes. you want to call it. And he finds out that Victoria is being married off to this other human. So... Victor is very upset about this, mm -hmm. and he decides, you know what? There's nothing for me up there anymore. I'm just going to stay down here. Yeah, okay. I guess when you put it that way, it's not quite as impulsive. No. I just feel like he's very quick to be like, sure, I'll die. I mean, y you could say that he was very quick to do it, but considering the circumstances, you're kind of like, yeah, okay. I mean, and the movie is only so long, so you got yeah. to move see, that story see, along. Yeah, like a thing that I, I just think was weird is that I did, it didn't occur to me that most of this movie takes place over one night. Mm-hmm. Which I... It does make it seem very hasty in that does respect. Does make it seem very... Yeah. But, you know, considering the circumstances and considering the time period, it's really not. Yeah. But... So, yeah. Okay. So, do you want to just jump to whether or not I liked it first? Or... I want you to tell me... Did, yes, did you like it? I did like it. You did? I did. Yay! It was a sweet movie. Um, Yay! It's hard for me to like Tim Burton movies because he and I clash regularly on what he thinks is good and what I think is good. Yes. A lot of his stuff I don't particularly enjoy, but I thought this was sweet. Uh, I really love the animation style. Mm-hmm. I don't always like the character design. It's such a weird character design. I know it's very Tim Burton-y. Yes, like that's just his aesthetic and how he does yeah. characters. Oh, you want to talk about that? Let's talk about that for a second. So, because Tim Burton, literal, actual human Tim Burton is a ghost, <laughs> a, an actual living ghost, his idea of dead people need to be blue because his idea of living characters already look like they're dead. Yes. They're all very sickly and pale looking. Yes. Like that, Tim Burton. That even goes for his live action characters as yeah, well. Yes. As he continually casts Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter to play his characters, which... Yes. They are very much capable of looking like dead people. So... <laughs> in real life. In real life. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, that's something I found hilarious. Like all the dead people are blue because everybody else is like pale white, ghostly looking. Yeah, you, death. Need, to, you need to distinguish yes. which people are actually dead versus the people that like. Look I'll give Tim dead. Burton credit. He at least I think recognizes this. He's like, wow, all of my human characters already look like they're dead, so we're gonna have to do something to distinguish the dead people from the not dead people. Yes. Uh, so I give him credit for this self recognition. Yeah. But other than that, um, I'm not a huge fan of the character design, but I get that it's Tim Burton. They're going to look like that. But yeah. the actual animation style, I thought, was very nice. Mm -hmm. uh, I Tim love... Bur Tim Burton's claymation is always really nice. Mm -hmm. the, so. de the detail is very yes. good. Like, the, yeah. the look of everything is just... And the textures and the patterns and stuff. For something that is always kind of, like, gloomy and sad-looking... It still looks very pretty yes. because it's a very good animation style. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. I thought the voice performances were all really good. I thoroughly enjoy Christopher Lee in this movie. Yes. Who Christopher Lee plays the priest the that is hired <laughs> to oversee their wedding. Yes. And I'm almost I'm almost sad that Tim Burton didn't make an actual um like 
like a more traditional. I know he's done. I know he produced obviously Nightmare Before Christmas, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like there's so many like Christopher Lee playing like uh, Scrooge would have been tremendous. I love my Patrick Stewart playing Scrooge, but mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Lee would have been tremendous in that role. Yes. Uh, and in that sort of animation style, I think they could have done something really cool mm-hmm. uh, with that whole story. But uh, I like the voice. I like the voice cast. It's a great cast. Oh, yeah. 100%. This uh, cast is really good. It's loaded. Uh, who else is all in on the cast other than Johnny Depp, Helen Bottom Carter, and so, Christopher Lee? Uh, well, you obviously have Johnny Depp playing Victor and Helena playing Emily. And then we have mm-hmm. Emily Watson, who plays Victoria. Emily Watson! We have Tracy Ullman, who plays two characters. She mm-hmm. plays Victor's mother. Yeah. And Hildegard, who is the maid at Victoria's house. Ah. Who kind of serves as more of a mother figure to her than her own mother does. Because mm-hmm. her mother is kind of a jerk. Horrible person. Uh, Paul Whitehouse is three characters. He's... Uh, Victor's father. Mm-hmm. He also plays Mayhew, the dead coach driver. Yes. Uh, he also plays Paul, who is the waiter head with the uh, roach feet ugh. that you absolutely hate. Hideous. <laughs> uh, we have Albert Finney playing Victoria's father mm-hmm. and also Victoria's grandfather, who briefly appears at the end. Ah, oh, yes, asking about the spirits. Yes, and then we have uh, Richard E. Grant yep. plays uh, Colonel Wolfington. Um, <laughs> he plays Lord Marcus. Thank you. <laughs> um, who, in a in, so a huge part of Emily's story is that it's revealed that the reason how she got to the underworld is because she was murdered. Yes. By somebody who she originally was supposed to marry, which is why she is so quick to just be like, "Ah, yes, me and Victor are married now." Because mm-hmm. she, her whole point is that she waited for someone to ask for her hand in marriage. Yes. So when Victor comes along and says all of his vows and puts his ring on her finger, you know, it's kind of like, oh, clearly. (laughs) Yes, this is what was supposed to have occurred. Yes. So it is revealed that she was murdered by the man she was originally supposed to marry. And you actually figured this out very quickly. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Barkus. Yeah. Lord Barkus is the one who is responsible for killing her and stealing all of her family riches. They do reveal it about midway through. But before that, I'm like, "Uh, okay, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and he is also, as we mentioned earlier, set to wed Victoria in yet another hastily put together wedding. These weddings are all hastily put together because Victoria's parents are supposed to be rich, but they are in fact broke and wanting to ride the coattails of whomever it is that she marries. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Lord Bar- Barkus is, his intent is to just kill Victoria, I think. He's a, I believe, a serial killer, perhaps. His intent is usually to find a woman who whose family would have a lot of money mm-hmm. and then, you know, get in the, the oh, graces exploit of them, marry, marry the daughter mm-hmm. and then kill her and steal her money, which is Whoops. what he, which is what he did to Emily. Yes. Uh, but then he, he finds out that they are broke. But then he finds out that they're broke, which then just turns him into purely a murderer. He just wants to kill Victoria at that point, mm-hmm. which thankfully does not happen. Yeah. So what do you love so much about this movie, now that you know that I like it? I mean, I've always loved Tim Burton. He's one of my favorite directors. I don't think there's a single movie of his that I don't like. Mm, um, have you seen Batman and Robin? 
of the movies that I've seen, <laughs> I don't think there's one that I don't like. Oh, wait, no, that's a Schumacher movie. Have you seen the first two Batman movies, uh, Batman and Batman Returns? They're actually not too bad, actually. Uh, no, I haven't. Have you seen the Dark Shadows movie? I have. You like that one? Because I, I heard that was not good. I thought it was okay. Okay. You should watch those first two Batman movies. They're good. Um, I mean, An idea, perhaps? <laughs> uh, perhaps. I mean, I do not own them. Um yeah. Because I only own the Dark Knight trilogy, but... We'll figure it out. Um, I'm trying to think. There's some other big fish. I haven't seen that. That's a really good movie. You haven't seen that one? That's a very good movie. I think that might be his best. Back on track. <laughs> of the movies that I have seen... Okay, yes, yes. I don't think there's a movie that I did not like. Okay, but this movie, aside from Tim Burton directing it, what else did you love about it? Was I mean, it the musical aspect? Because for me, the musical yes. stuff didn't quite work as well for me as I'm guessing it did I for you. I love movies with songs in them because I guess it's just I'm a very musical person. <laughs> mm -hmm. I appreciate when movies have songs in them because it gives me like another thing to enjoy about it besides it just being a good movie. Like it just it gives like a certain edge mm -hmm. that not a lot of movies have. Yeah. So I think it's just nice to have songs in movies because it keeps me engaged yeah. and makes me want to pay attention because my choir kid brain has conditioned me to pay attention to any song I hear. <laughs> so if my attention is ever lost in a movie, all that needs to happen is for there to be a musical number and suddenly I'm back in. Yeah. But other than that, the, this movie is just, I just think it's good. Like, I just think this movie's really good. Yeah, um, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, the cast is really great. I like the I like the story. I think it's very cute. It was a good. It was a good pick. Yes. I'm not entirely surprised that you found something that you really liked that I also liked, but I'm a little surprised. Yeah. I did like it. Uh, it's not my favorite movie of all time. I don't think I'm going to go out and buy a copy of this unless oh, no. it's unless it's to give to you. Yeah, so you have it's for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked it. It was a it was a good movie. Yeah. And I guess that means the ball is now going to be back in my court for the next time we do this to find something that you're going to enjoy or that I think you're going to enjoy. Fun fact. Yes. Johnny Depp was also filming Charlie and the Chocolate Factory simultaneously while he was recording this movie. Huh. He should have just he should have just stuck with this movie. Yeah. Just would have put more energy into this one instead of doing <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, not one of Tim Burton's best. Uh, no, but I don't think it's bad. But that's only because I love Johnny Depp and anything he does. So, I mean, also, I feel like that's a hot take, but go ahead. Also, uh, Danny Elfman was in this movie. Yeah, as a voice? Yes. So Danny Elfman, as I'm sure many of you are aware, if you keep up with Tim Burton at all, mm -hmm. uh, he does the music in pretty much all of his movies. And yeah, I, I scores mean, a lot I mean it. all of them. Like, yep. he does music in every single one of them. Mm -hmm. But this time, he was in the movie. I did he, not know that. He played Bone Jangles. Oh, really? So Bone Jangles is a singing skeleton and he's the best character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, he played Bone Jangles in this movie. That is cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Who played the, um, the was it the maggot? The maggot was played by the same person who played the town crier. I just have to go look to see. By the who way, was. I chuckle at the town crier whose body was literally shaped like a bell that he rang. Yes. Not very subtle, but kind of cute. 
I, I may mispronounce this name, but N. Rydal hmm. played the maggot and also the town crier. That is a name that I believe you pronounced close to correct. I, I probably said it wrong, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like the movie. That, oh, mm. the maggot uh, who lives inside Emily's head Yes, uh, is a parody of Peter Lorre. I did know that. I'm like, that's not Peter Lorre, because uh, no. pretty sure he's dead. Yes, but, but it, it's supposed to be Peter Lorre. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was designed to look like and sound like Peter Lorre. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, good pick, young one. I am proud of you. I've I, peaked. <laughs> that's it. it we all, can just, It all goes downhill from here. We'll just end the podcast here. Well, you have no idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to think up some goodies for next time. It won't be Schindler's List yet. Uh, It'll never be Schindler's List. The some, second it's Schindler's List, I quit. Someday it will be. No. Yeah, you, you really do need to see it. You're in a class. Hey, look, we're going to totally watch it once you hit the uh, the Holocaust section of your World War II class that you're taking. Honestly, knowing my teacher, we're probably going to watch it in class. Uh, well, better to watch it in class, I guess. Yeah. Because uh, then you can kind of pretend to be like not interested or whatever. Like, maybe maybe the being in school will force me to not cry while watching it. Yes, you'll need that. <laughs> you'll need you'll need every ounce you can get. Um, okay, everybody, that's the podcast for now. I keep wanting to say this week, but it's this isn't a weekly podcast. That's the podcast for now, guys. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. It's ever growing, Kayla. Yay! We haven't stopped. Woo! Can you believe it? This is nuts, dude. <laughs> um, I forgot where I was at. Uh, you can okay. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for <gasps> Mystery, Mystery Teen, Teen Girl, Girl Theater Nine Thousand. We need to change the name. No, in fact, if anything, I'm going to change. I am going to change the name. Just to something more complicated? Yeah, like Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000, please subscribe in parentheses. Please subscribe. That way you can come back next time and hear me. I will pick out a movie. We're not going to go back and forth. This is just no. a one-time thing. I humored the child. Yes. And now the humoring is done. And <laughs> No more fun. Laughing time is over. And <laughs> back to serious movie business on uh, another episode in a couple weeks. A brand new episode, Kayla. Get ready. Are you ready? Probably not. <laughs> okay, you've got two weeks to get ready for another episode of Mystery Teen Girl Theater 9000.